Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is episode 285 of the Bitch Talk podcast. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. That's where all our socials are. And uh, this is a fun one. We were at Pinterest. Ding! Is that a good sound for it? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome. Ding. That's how it felt when we got there. Well, your cake is ready. You know, Pinterest, (laughs) I think of recipes and all things homey. Well, you can find tattoo ideas also and hairstyles if you'd like. Anything, really. The world is your oyster on Pinterest. Yeah. I'd like to say um, for for the new logo of Bitch Talk, I went to Pinterest and looked through fonts. Hmm. Yeah. That's what you do. Um, <laughs> I guess that's it's a it's a thing fonts. Um, but we met with our. The, you know what? We should have asked. Uh, we should have asked Evelyn about that. Well, she's going to be on in another month. Again, yeah, I'm, so. I'm sure about fonts. No, just font talk. What's the or no? The like the whole you know like the. Apparently that's what it, so that's what everybody does, right? Because I'm not a regular Pinterest. user. I am not either. But I know that's where everybody gets ideas. That's what everybody talks about. So is that like the goal of Pinterest to be like, people need an idea for something and they go there and just start combing Looking. through yep. things? Yeah. Yep. And I love arts and crafts, so I'm surprised I haven't gotten into it sooner because I uh, love do-it-yourself arts and crafts. Yeah, but mm, I think maybe it would stifle you a little bit. Because or maybe you'd become much? obsessed. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. It's I mean, too much. That's what we should do. Is we should have like Evelyn. Like we should sit down with Evelyn since none of us are regular Pinterest users and be like, make us a Pinterest user. Because I, when I use it, I sit there and I just start liking stuff, and then it just becomes a hodgepodge of a bunch Me of stuff too. that I like. And yep. then I'm like, what do I do with all of this? I think unless you. I, I feel unless you have a specific project, right? You're it's something on, you need done right now. Then it's not like yeah. It's, I guess uh, yeah okay you get lost it's too much it's oh it's it's overwhelming yeah you just start liking stuff and liking and liking like and like if you're planning nothing. a wedding or yes. something or baby shows like that yeah or a 300th anniversary 300th episode, episode anniversary. event or what makes or you something. a Pinterest person <laughs> like should I start Pinteresting things about what I do for <laughs> podcasting I'm sure there's a podcast Pinterest page Oh, oh <laughs> three times. Like podcast pictures page. Podcast pictures page. Podcast, podcast pictures page. <laughs> That's actually easy. But yeah, um, yeah of course. Yeah. But uh, I, I, we love Evelyn. We met Evelyn at a. I, I just campus. love going to campus. I love going. Oh, to I new know campuses. you do. I love so all of fun. the above. I, t- I took some chips to go, and maybe it's sparkling water oh, or something. But <laughs> I took I a sparkling story water about that too. <laughs> I uh, remember we had the. Um, <laughs> the chocolate covered espresso beans. That's it. <laughs> and I put that in the um I put it in a little cup mm-hmm. in the little soup cup. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um I was driving home after being oh, out no. all day. Yes. And then I said, Oh, I'm gonna I, I was saying I was like, You guys were getting your your uh water, your water water, yeah. And your chips and I had my little chai latte and uh <laughs> the, the little soup can of yes. uh soup cup of uh of espresso beans and i was like i'm taking this for the road so i have something to keep me up while i'm driving well i put it inside my little gig bag oh no and then i forgot i forgot about it it all over remember how hot it was over 100 degrees did it get on your shit uh it did not because i put it in the side pocket it got on like a it got like on a little edge of a wire but that's fine i remember opening it up and going 
what is this? I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Did you just eat the beans then? Dude, it, <laughs> was, it was. See, that's why next time we're bringing Tupperware. It was a blog. Or it was a blob. Plastic baggies. Or plastic Ziplocs. Oh, yeah. I wonder if she'll let us do <laughs> No, come on, you guys. We can't I'm be joking, obviously. Yeah, of no, course you're not. We're joking. I am joking. I would not do that. I'm not there yet. I am not my parents. I was about to say, I was like, are you a 16 year old Filipino lady? Because that's what my mom does. No, exactly. Outside of, no, so the the Sizzler next to Leisure World, where my parents live, they regulate the oldies and they don't let you, like, because they all sneak shit into their purse. Right. So they'll cut you off and kick you out. So my parents don't go to that one anymore because she likes to take home some bread, some fruit, you know, whatever. But they have to regulate outside of the senior community. You noticed at uh, at the buffets? In the casinos, uh, when like in Reno, my mom has a purse. She never has a purse, but she has a purse at a buffet. And there's nothing in it. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, next time I'll watch her as she walks along the bread line. Anyway, back to Evelyn. Yeah, back to Evelyn. <laughs> Anyways. No, but I... We were talking about, we were talking about taking crap from Pinterest. <laughs> uh, sorry, Evelyn. Well, she, we're respectable ladies. She... Um, what I love about her is she's one of those people who is just really easy to talk to, yep. but you just get into these crazy deep conversations and I they love it form though. into something Man. else and it's just so flowing. If, it was, yeah, I can't, like, and it doesn't stop. Like, as soon as we started talking to her, we could have if my started pa- recording. If, if my car wasn't going to get stuck overnight in that parking garage, <laughs> we would have been there till 10 o'clock. Probably. Yeah, I would have had seconds. Or I actually, had I did have yeah. seconds. I would have had thirds. We would have been there a long ass time. We weren't ready to go. We didn't no. think we were going to stay that long, and we were. Then it was like, oh crap, we got to go. Yeah, but that's it was okay. So much fun. It was she's so much so, fun. She's so easy to just kind of sit and chat with. I mean, like, yeah, there was a point that she totally thought that we had the mics rolling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, this isn't on. Really like, no, you have to hold it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, this is our uh, this is like our official conversation with Evelyn. Last time it was just well, it was on a red carpet and we didn't know her yet. Then it was on a stage uh, with other people. So now this is like just get, us real get, bitch talking, get, getting basic with Evelyn Obamos. It's, yeah. like, it's like our old episodes where we hang out with people in here. We're gonna have to go back to that. I that's, miss that. That's part of our agenda tonight. Anyways, we're not drinking nearly enough whiskey during these episodes I anymore. Cannot. I want to come back to my roots. Okay, well we can get there. So, anyways, uh, Evelyn Obamos, thank you for your time. Thank you for having us at Pinterest. Don't. Don't huh? get scared and invite us back. Yeah. <laughs> don't get scared and not invite us back or don't get scared. Don't get scared, comma. Keep comma. Keep bringing us back. All right. <laughs> we won't bring Tupperware, we promise. Yeah, I, I'll get out my pockets for you. There won't be any plastic bags in them. <laughs> All right. Enjoy our conversation with Evelyn. She knows she's Filipino. Exactly. Friend of the show. Best BF of the show. Her name is Evelyn Obamos. I think this is her third time on the show. You're this right. is the third time. Oh, yeah. You're right. Third time's a charm. Wow. Damn. A third time in like one month. Yeah. We've just been on a fast track to best friends Look forever. Us. First on the red carpet. Dancing. Taking our hairstyles. Yeah. Right. And we were best friends even before we knew that you would feed us. So I think that's important. It yeah. wasn't just the yeah. food. Yeah. It wasn't so the food. You're not using me. No. No. Um, I don't even know where to start with Evelyn because you've been really good to us, honestly, like from the start. And we really appreciate it. 
Well, the hug, feeling is mutual. The hugs were, I mean, that was all that well, we, we needed well, on the red carpet at we Camp say, Yeah, we met at Camp, Camp Fest, Fest. Um, at, at the red carpet, and wow. we were interviewing. Yeah. We interviewed, we did like 10, 15 we did 10. interviews. We did about 10. Within like five hours. Yeah, and uh, less than that. Evelyn was the only one that hugged us <laughs> off the bat. I'm normally the one begging for hugs. You I'm hugged. really invasive. Right you off came the bat. in and we're like, no. we're hugging. And I was like, oh, I like her. She hugged us. You yeah. know, just that personal and that family vibe so off the bat we were already like yep she's cool just spreading that aloha spirit exactly I love it <laughs> and then we did a Q&A um, at the Ruby Ibarra um, documentary what was which it? was exactly Q&A? a month ago not the Q&A ago. but it was wasn't exactly a month ago May I feel 20. like it was four months ago today is June 20 that was a lifetime ago but it was the ago. premiere that's that what I was going to say premiere. it's yeah. a premiere of Nothing on Us which was the Hey, nothing on us. Hey, song buck suck. <laughs> which, Check it. It's which, so good. It was a moment that I think Angie and I kind of had moments where maybe, maybe we were in tears. I don't yeah. know. I had already happened. watched it, but watching it again and the on documentary the that yes. Evelyn directed, co-directed with Ruby. Yeah. So then we did a, an awesome Q&A with you yep. after that. And now here we are. Now she's like, why don't you just come and have a meal on Pinterest and we can just chill. So we're like, yeah, so we're going to yeah. do that. Budget friendly. <laughs> and we're bringing microphones. Yeah. Like, yeah and, and we're like, can we just do another bitch talk? Clearly we don't do anything without mics anymore. Right. I don't know. And booze. And we got that here too. Yeah. Correct. You. Yes. Correct. <laughs> um, why don't you talk about, well, there's a lot to unpack. We Five million there's things a lot to talk of, to Evelyn about. Right. Well, why don't you catch us up on what's happening with Ruby, what's happening with the documentary, um, and just give us an update. Right. Because so, Post-Camp Fest, your yeah. post-Camp Fest experience. Post-Camp Fest, I've been getting a lot of sleep in. Well, that too. <laughs> and Good for you. <laughs> had to dial up on a lot of the exercising and try to tune into the body and the soul and work. My day job. Yeah, the day job. <laughs> Paying the bills. Paying bills. Yep. And, you know, that whole camp fest has, that whole trek has been such a wild ride. Like, very serendipitous, very partly unexpected. And the way it snowballed, it's still snowballing as mm-hmm. we speak. Yeah. And there are folks who've reached out to hopefully screen it in their locations. So not just locally, but across the nation. We have somebody that reached out from London. We'll see if we end up doing it there. But what's next for that documentary is we really want to take it further and bring our platform to be amplified even further so that more folks can see Island Women Rising. And then what's, if you don't mind commenting, what's Ruby's take on it? Is it just like, whoa, or expected? I mean, how is she feeling? So it's funny. We were in touch, and then we're just like, how are you doing? Just doing a quick yeah. pulse check. Yeah. Still breathing yeah. on each exactly. other. Exactly, yeah. Well, she's sure. still, I believe she like still had a performance like after campus, and like she's been you know, kind of hard at work in her music. And she has another music video coming out soon, as Dale pointed out during the The Q&A. So I think this is just the start and the ball is rolling and it's building momentum. And I think the film will just continue to do so like in parallel. I don't know if we asked you, but how did you two meet? Oh, how did that even happen? <laughs> that you're basically her manager, producer, director, no. <laughs> text buddy. Yeah, all of it. You know, I've listened to Ruby's music maybe almost a decade ago, like for at least 10 what? years. Wow. Yeah. So her 
and her sister used to do covers and one of them was on YouTube and I have a friend who made me this mix CD Oh, I miss those. If anyone wants to make us those. That's a real friend. Yeah. That's back when we really showed each other how we cared. Instead of, I didn't poke you or like your (laughs) post. Um, No one But I made you a CD. Nobody does that anymore. (laughs) uh, That's like four years ago. That's how old I am. (laughs) That's my reference to kids. That ain't cool. It's all about sliding into DMs now, apparently. I just learned that word. What is this phrase? It's called (laughs) sliding. Or is it slipping? Slipping? Slipping into DMs. Slipping on some sister? What? <laughs> Sipping on some scissor. <laughs> Remember that song? Anyway, no. go on. So I, just learned of I don't this. even know what that is. But Sipping apparently sliding scissors. into DMs is the thing to do now. Does that just mean direct? A, d- a DM <laughs> is a direct message. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that too. Shar's <laughs> <laughs> annoyed. I'm not annoyed. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> Amazed. Okay, so no. how are you slipping oh, on a DM? You're just direct messaging that just anyone. Means DM right? me. That's just a yeah. cool way to say DM me. I think so. You know, oh I God. actually I'm not an expert <laughs> in this topic. We can go back to the CDs topic. Okay. Yes, yeah. Let's go back so to anyway, CDs. Sorry, That's back better. to you, Ruby. Yeah. So a friend of mine put all of these amazing YouTube artists on one CD, and it's one of those CDs where you actually don't even know who's on it because. She just like threw a, a bunch of tracks and then drew on the CD. And they're oh, YouTube artists. They're it's YouTube not necessarily the, the actual person, right? Or like the actual artist of a cover of a song, right? Right. Yeah. And it was her and her sister Donna singing a cover of Drake's "Best I Ever Had," and she threw in a Tagalog rap verse on oh. the track. And I hadn't <laughs> been listening to most of those artists at the time and so I was like yo who's that last who's that what is that last track and like who's singing it and that's when I found her on YouTube okay found out she does spoken word and she had done a lot of really cool ciphers with team backpack okay and actually no that was later in her career journey but I essentially followed her for a while and she is from the bay so she'd have performances in the bay Mm -hmm. I think at one point we also shared the stage when I used to do open mics and she was invited to perform at SF State for a Kappa Psi Epsilon event to call it represent SF State go Gators so so Kappa Psi Epsilon is a Filipino American women sorority and she had been the headliner and I think I was on the lineup for one of those performances. You doing yeah, what spoken were you doing? word or so I play guitar and sing on the side. And all right. We what just don't keep you learning do? more yeah, about what, you. What are you not doing? Oh <laughs> I just kidding. I don't drink and smoke. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, oh but that's, that's why she's so productive. But that's remember why she's we fucking realized doing this. everything else. And that's yeah. how I save money. Yeah, we yeah. Well, actually, we're getting there. Don't worry, uh, we're Evelyn, getting there. You, dr- you can drink for free at Pinterest, though. So this is true. actually, this will help us save money. So true. So come you. over again. Yeah. No, see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> this will see be you next a Tuesday. Yeah. Podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> at Pinterest. Yeah. We'll just. Yeah. It's just a revolving door. We're changing so, locations officially starting today. <laughs> so you're playing guitar and singing. You guys were on the same bill, and then at SF State, and that oh, was just sorry. fast forward. She doesn't know me at all, clearly, at this point. I'm just a nobody and a fangirl, obviously. And I went to her new parish concert in oh, Oakland. Okay. And my friends who are part of 
native immigrant opened for her and they were like yo Ev I also go to a lot of things by myself so that was one of the events oh. I went to alone and they were like yo come backstage I was like me? <laughs> and they're like yeah come on so I like kicked it with them backstage got to meet Ruby and she's in the zone like in the zone ready to go on stage and here I am just kind of geeking out and yeah. I'm like hi I'm Evelyn and I'm so excited to see you perform and like so so fangirling over her mm-hmm. and that day I had also just recorded a cover of her song oh and it was one of her songs where she does a Tagalog rap verse. And I was like, yeah, I nailed it. I'm going to sing this with her later. Oh. <laughs> so I have a video of me and her rapping together of that track. Whoa. Which she called you on stage to no, rap? No, 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 no. It was like backstage. after the show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what? then our friend Joy introduced us. And then fast forward to 9 a.m. the next day. I edited a video that I shot on my phone. And I produced it by 9 a.m. the next day and I posted it and then she saw it and her DJ Ray who's my mutual friend with her was like yo have you seen Evelyn's work before and so she was essentially like oh perfect I'm looking for like a Panay videographer to shoot the behind the scenes of this documentary <laughs> of this music video production so this was recently this, this was, was in January yeah oh my <laughs> god okay for those listening it's June it's yeah June. I mean that's, and not so only did year. she reach out to you in January but it happened it was produced it was in a festival and now we're here today yeah and now we're just you guys are gonna travel Jesus, with this film Jesus okay Christ. Yeah. and now I feel like just we're just doing blob. nothing Things yeah I, eating so seconds and thirds at the buffet. Yeah. That's what <laughs> that's interest. Yes. It's a productive blob. Well, thank oh, you. But thank you. No, this is a great story. It's pretty wild. And it's funny because when we had our first phone call to talk about the logistics of the music video, we were both just like high, like high anticipation, like high anxiety at the same time. And mm-hmm. we commiserated on several things. One of them being, what is it like to have a real job and do this on the side. Yep. We talked about how we are ambiverted artists and so it's a paradox to be forced into social situations where both of us would actually rather mm. be closed off and like alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we also being sp- creative on your own yeah. <laughs> yeah, in your <laughs> hole or I call it my cave. Yeah, the cave, the her- like hermit mode. And then we also commiserated on being paid or not as women of color artists in a very male dominated field so Mm -hmm. me when I do videography and then her when she's a rapper and it was I already respected her as an artist and then having that two-hour phone call which we also were just like agonizing (laughs) because we're just like damn phone call two hours that's kind of long like lots of energy put into those phone calls into that one phone call and we were just like yeah this is happening and we stayed in touch up until the music video so we were always in conversation trying to figure out a venue because mm-hmm. we didn't have a venue till two day, two or three days before the shoot with 200 other people <laughs> with 200 people <laughs> waiting for details on the shoot yep. location so it was pretty cool we've already gone through a roller coaster of this journey and you're still friends you've yes. had you've had it's years worth of of um Years worth of living in, <laughs> as friends in that six months. It's basically our right. over ten years of knowing each other, but wow. like microcosm of 
January through June. Uh, so good for you guys. I don't know guys. if they know each other that well. We, I could bring up some things. Okay, that but I, we don't <laughs> have to. <laughs> you guys you haven't will get there. there I like the direction of this no, conversation. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's write it. Listen to some past episodes. You'll get some <laughs> dirt. <laughs> You'll get some bitch, bitch talk dirt. I think people yeah. know too much, actually, at this point. Um, so you two are kindred spirits, is what you're saying. It you was magical. Yeah. And then I hung out with her and her mom when we went and got some Jollibees. As after you do. one of the tapings and her mom is a single parent or was a single parent like raising them and then she has one sister who she does music with I have one sister I do music with so it was just these parallel universes and just lots of strong Penai energy for yeah. real it was dope wow <laughs> I mean that's no I'm just kidding <laughs> well what we were talking about earlier before we had the mics on was uh, doing this kind of work. Mm-hmm. Y- you're kind of forced to be a presence on social media because how else are you going to spread right. the word? How else are you going you, to you're, you're get funding? You know, you have to have followers. You have to have this. You have to have that. So how do you balance being a videographer and, want, and having these projects and having future projects and, and still having a healthy social media presence without making it you And also being a woman of color in tech. Mm. Like it's it's a kind of a triple threat, right? It's or, all connected too. Yeah. In terms of your mental health. Right. <laughs> Balancing. Keeping a healthy... Um, just, be, just keeping yourself in check, I guess. Right. You know... It's funny you mention this. I did a digital detox a couple years ago, maybe two Which years is trending, ago. Right? It's trending. <laughs> so if hashtag yeah. digital detox, <laughs> which is you know, which is which is Paradox. America and <laughs> what it is now. I'm off of di- I'm off of all of the things, but I'm also gonna hashtag it. So, anyways. <laughs> so. It's something where I felt the need to unplug, and I think a lot of us go through this every now and then, like that feeling of just consumption and the noise you want to cut through, and so that was a month of doing that. And when I finally logged back onto social media, I was really cynical to the to the extent that I wrote a post about it, and I was like, I need to unpack this because it's something I'm grappling with, and. When someone asked me what social media is, I defined it as it's just an extension of being human through technology. And we're so fascinated by humans. We love this idea of understanding social engineering. So we're fascinated by people and how they interact with each other. And what better place to to people watch than on social media? Mm -hmm. And so that's where the demand comes from, right? And when I got back onto social media, I was so cynical. I was just like, ooh, you're just trying to be cool online. Like, this is all image crafting. Mm-hmm. W- were you excited at first? Like, oh, I, I, it's been a month. Oh, were you excited? Like were you anticipating it? Or were you kind of, like, afraid? You know, I think because I had detached from it so long, I got in the habit of never checking it to the point oh. where when I finally... Sounds great. It was <laughs> so liberating. Yeah. It was so liberating. You have more hours in the day. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. When I logged off, I plugged into so many other parts of my life mm-hmm. that were more self-fulfilling. Hobbies and, and <laughs> yeah. playing guitar. Goals. Yeah. Life goals. And I will <laughs> Read say, a book. Maybe social media still contributes to that for some people where they can draw inspiration from it and they admire the people they see and maybe apply it. But 
actually taking the time to literally let go and do it was pretty cathartic. It was a moment of saying, I'm not gonna be controlled by my device. Mm-hmm. And, and that was tough from the start. And when I did get back on, my, my four main takeaways was ambient awareness, which is knowing a lot about everything without trying. So it's like ambient and just, you have, you, you know something's happening, but you don't know why. And, mm-hmm. and it's you not even trying, like you're just scrolling through and you know something about someone. So, so in that aspect, it's kind of like, oh, I know that Evelyn has been to New York and this and that, but I haven't reached out to her. So she doesn't know that I know. And I, I haven't even called to say hi. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm maintaining a friendship with you, but you have no idea and you don't even know that I care. My best example is the Kardashians. Ugh. I do not keep up. That's our worst but example of humans. do I keep up at the same time? <laughs> like, I don't know. Why do I know everything? Why do I know all their sisters' I know names? fucking kids' names and I am pissed about it. <laughs> I'm pissed about that. that. Is, I don't yeah. know any of that. Well, Congratulations. it just kind of happens when you're small. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this, it's like uh, magazines at the market. And like, yeah, because it's, it's always there. They're, They're just always away. there. It's on display. But not only the, well, the card, that's a whole other thing. Well, yeah, I was because like, why the fuck did she name her kid Stormy like the <laughs> prostitute? Or the, not the prostitute, oh, like the, and I know that and I'm pissed. The best part of this, com- quickly about that conversation that Anne just bringing up right now is she's the least, she's the person on this podcast that's the least on social media she checks it actually you'll know when she checks in because all of a sudden <laughs> she likes 25 things well, in a row like oh, my cool. mom oh, cool. and then oh, cool. all of a sudden you're like oh yep because <laughs> my mom forgets her password it's my one. Oh. It's, and when my mom logs on it's just mass notifications yes and i'm so, like oh i'm popular today yes oh. it's just your it's, it's just <laughs> Ange going on for the no, first time no, in because, four weeks uh, well because uh, you know i'll see my hi, say hi to my friends like oh cool 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 but the, know, the fact that she knows all this stuff about the kardashians <laughs> it's like the supermarket and the magazines yeah, and the landing pages of anything oh yeah. my god on tv yeah right so imagine all that but now it's at your fingertips and that's how ambient awareness works it's it's become what fogs our vision of deeply understanding each other. And another layer to that is in widening these spaces, we've lost depth. So people accumulate more and more followers. They kind of tap into so many wider areas and yet maybe they can count on their fingers who they actually know really deeply or really on a more personal level. Mm -hmm. And then the third takeaway was Social media blurs the lines between vanity and insecurity. Mm-hmm. And and it's tough. It's tough because, you know, we grapple with that every single day. It's trying to put on a face for the world and also be authentic with yourself at the same time. Mm-hmm. And not reveal too much. But, you know, like, shit's going down. But I'm going to post a happy photo of myself and my partner because yeah. it's what you feel is expected mm-hmm. of you. Even though you were fighting 10 minutes before that, but like smile for the picture, goddamn right. it. Because I had to put this on yeah, and Instagram. It's tough. And then that leads me to the last point, which is perception is reality. And at the end of the day, regardless of what we post, however we decide to share things, it, it all is a form of image crafting. And, and it's tough because as a videographer and a photographer, I, I like my content looking a certain aesthetic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have a brand. I have a brand yeah. and I like being very yep. like negative space. Yep. So if you see my feed, it's very curated because I like it looking clean and breathable and there's a lot of room. And I remember someone asking me like, what's your photography style? And I said, oh, I like making people 
feel like they're in a bigger world. And when I travel, I love taking photos with that kind of vibe. So very like bright and negative space. Hmm. And I remember like thinking, I was like, wow, I'm posting all these amazing photos on my travels. And I think I was in Paris at the time. And it was like three weeks after I had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. Mm. And, oh, if you ever want to be masochistic AF, oh, <laughs> go, to, go Paris to Paris after a breakup. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and kind of been there, done that. Yes. Really? But oh, it also I felt it was a little freeing. It was so liberating. But also the whole time you're thinking about that person. You're like, oh, we could have been here and doing that. Or they, we could have done this. Mm. And, Right, and there was, and there were definitely, there was definitely a lot of romance. I was going to say, oh yeah, I was going to say it's because everyone's making out everywhere. Yes, okay, but also everything's very romantic there. Romantic. Mm -hmm. The subways are romantic. They were. They were. You can't get away from it. Yeah. So if you want to heal fast. Take don't the go, hard road. No. <laughs> don't go to Paris, <laughs> or maybe go to like a third world country. Go oh, take your ass no. to the jungle and just sweat it out and just be all grimy and sweaty. Ooh. I think that that's helps. what Ange does. Yeah. <laughs> well, and just prove I mean, to yourself you don't need anybody. Well, because yeah. then it's more like I'm me. You know, I'm by myself. I'm just out here. And fuck the world. You know. Mm. Anyway, go on. No. <laughs> we're we're. <laughs> Sponging it up. Well, and on the um, on the premise of travel and and um, unplugging, when I first started traveling long term by myself was in the late two thousands, mid to late two thousands, and that was before iPhones and and smartphones mm. were a thing. So you really had to unplug whether you liked it or not, mm. unless you were at a hostel or or a place. Well, I'm talking about third world travel, not like. I'm sure in Paris you can, whatever. But anyway, you really had to unplug and you had no option. But now through the years, you go to the fucking middle of the jungle and people are still on their fucking smartphones. Mm -hmm. And it's really depressing. It really bums me out because I, I like completely unplugging and I don't want to be reminded that that world still exists. I, I want to be present and that takes me out of it. You right. Know? And now there's that expectation where... If you didn't post it, did it really happen? Yeah. And so it's tough to, to feel like, okay, well, shit. If I'm, it, in a way, it's tough. Because now the validity of things is questioned. Unless it's, unless it's yeah. carbonized into the internet. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair. It's not fair because I'm not, I don't like being, like what I've been describing as a t-shirt activist. Like I don't like dangling the work I do and so now it's this weird position where I'm like oh should I share everything that I do and like the work I do in the community but I feel like right. it, it robs me of my direct connection to that community right. if I'm just You're showing just it, it to everyone else and it's it's weird I'm still trying to wrestle with how to best put that foot forward mm -hmm. and and it's tough because you know not everyone is one dimensional and mm -hmm. our Instagram feeds, our social media feeds make us look like we are or people perceive it that way. So it's tough. I've, I go to some social situations and, and kind of like meeting you all, you're just like, oh, like, how was New York? And so I think my brand has now become this <laughs> travel <laughs> girl, <laughs> like this jet what, setter. What? I love, what? But I love I Well, love for some backstory, Aaron knew that Evelyn was in New York just because of just social because media. of social media. So she's like, "How was New York?" And then I was I like, wasn't "Creepy like, stuff." Search Evelyn Obamos. It was just like <laughs> her, your stuff came up, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." She went to New York. What do you want from me? 
But no, that's ambitious. Also, it's weird that I know it. Because Ange looks at me like, you're kind of weird. Don't creep her out. We're trying to stay friends with her. Yeah. I'm so creeped out. No more invites to Pinterest. Sorry. She's feeding us. Be cool. But it's it's in a way, I actually talked about this with another friend where I was like, you know, I kind of like this low, <laughs> low effort, like keeping in touch too. in a way it's it's it's, it's a shortcut to just say like, oh, so how was that trip? Mm-hmm. Or hey, it's true. And, and how was that? At the same time, I forget half the time what happens. So when people mm-hmm. will come up and mention like an interview that we did on Bitch Talk or something, one, I'll be really excited. Like you listened. Cool. Right. And then it, it would be something that I'd want to talk to about yep. anyway, but mm-hmm. I'd forget. So mm-hmm. in that aspect, yes, we're not trying to say it's all bad. It's mm-hmm. just you have to keep yourself in check. You have to be aware of these things and, you, and not let yourself get down into that rabbit hole. It's just right. a very different way of socializing. Oh, and well, I, totally. I, And I, uh, I grapple with, is it right? Is it wrong? Do we care? I think Do it's we just both, move forward? depending on your... <laughs> On how on you and it's just like it, it excels what you are if you're a jealous person you're gonna be even more jealous right now. if you're a curious person who wants to learn something new on Pinterest then it's gonna highlight that and make that better so it kind of just highlights where you currently are you know this reminds me of a conversation I had with a friend and I was in a new city and you can learn about a new restaurant by asking people like oh have mm-hmm. you eaten here before you can look on Yelp and mm-hmm. you can be like oh <laughs> what is the most upvoted place to eat right right and but why? what I think <laughs> social media has done is it's deprived us of our curiosity yep. and mm-hmm. if we're social beings who are curious and we like discovering things it's hard to do that when everything's now influenced by these external factors and I remember just going to I was actually in Brazil and I literally just walked down the block I walked around the area of my Airbnb and just went gung-ho without looking anything up without trying to see where the people are eating at the most which has the five stars and the two dollars which is how travel has been since the beginning of time up until this yeah up until this and you know there's that excitement and that sense of discovery that was like was realized Mm -hmm. and this applies to people too it's like some people love and i'm guilty of this myself some people love to look someone up before they meet them and they'll like learn everything and like see what they've done what they look like from when they i don't know did a transformation or something and it's tough because now you are crutched by all this information you already know about them to then have anything organic come out of a conversation right or you have I to pretend you have to pretend that oh, you don't I didn't know, know that. Yeah. <laughs> or you can be Awkward. honest. Awkward. Yeah. That's I, I like it when you're honest that you knew I was in New York. But I'm honest. It's <laughs> but it's tough to then say, oh, I didn't know that about you. Like, I think this happened a lot when my girlfriends and I were curious about someone's new partner. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, you're just like, ooh, what's she yep. about? Or yep. like, what's, what are they about? Right. And, and I stopped. I stopped looking people up. I, yeah, I don't do that. I I don't online date. I don't do any of that kind of Anne thing. And still meets people like back okay. in the five years, I don't know, five years ago, how people met each other before. What, like face to face? Yeah. Is that weird? I, no, it's I not. Love I love it. Yeah, I don't look people, I don't, I like that organic. I like finding things out about you when I find out about them. And I don't know why that's weird. It's not <laughs> it's weird. Not weird. Yeah. I think it's so much more natural. And on top of that, it leaves 
honestly, when I know so much about someone, it feels unfair to that person. Yes. Because then... I already did my homework. And And how do you know know if that's true? I mean, that could be a a lie, too. Or if those things were good things for them like if you googled and they did these trips and they traveled and they did all this stuff you're like you don't know how that affected them really true well so oh sorry so my logic now is like if you do look someone up and you know a lot about them like leave room for them to still like be who they are with you because i think what ends up happening is your perception is shaped by what you already are seeing about them But that's where we should be mindful of like, oh, how is this making me think about this person before even meeting them? Mm -hmm. And that's where it becomes unfair. It's like this person now has no wiggle room to give you who they want to be around. Right. Well, and a big part of my reasoning is uh, basically every single person that I've ever actually really loved in a relationship. If you gave me an online profile and a picture, (laughs) maybe they... Maybe I'd swipe right or left. I don't even know. Is it right? That's no? Left. Maybe I'd swipe left. I don't know, but I wouldn't (laughs) necessarily swipe right. You know what I mean? Because it has so much to do with how you feel Mm, in that moment with that mm -hmm. person. And everybody's beautiful in a certain way and shape and form. Mm -hmm. But it's like how you work that. Ooh, now that I'm single... Throwing this out there. Go out with Ange. She's a good, she's like a good. It's what, I, I could be a well, wing woman. Well, yeah. the thing she's really you, good girl, I got you back. You know, I'm the only single person on my team right now. I'm on a team full of married women. And Ooh, it's hella rough. funny because they all want to live vicariously through me. Right. And it's, as they it's normally do. It's hilarious because they gave me tips on like how to take the right profile photo angle. Oh my. Where I also read this in. Aziz Ansari's Modern Romance book Hmm. and I was pretty closed off to the whole idea of online dating I think I still lean that way to this day but he said something really eye-opening where we shouldn't call them online dating apps we should call them online introduction apps Hmm. because you're not dating the person immediately it's more like you're widening your pool in an otherwise very slim pickens like candidate mm-hmm. pool yeah and I, I was like oh shoot yeah because as you age it's harder to meet people or some people have a harder time meeting people mm-hmm. I think we maybe identify as people who are constantly in circulation in different <laughs> yeah. groups oh, I like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that phrase that's yes. a nice way of putting it Evelyn yes. <laughs> so I, I also feel similarly where I, I like know I'm going to meet somebody eventually and yep. well and that's the person. point is like I'm not in a big rush and yeah. I don't feel like I'm not going to meet somebody that I'm going to fall in love with if, if I don't online date you know mm-hmm. I don't really think that that's going to eliminate my chances mm-hmm. of falling in love mm-hmm. you know so it's like what's the big deal we're good yeah. we're good we meet beautiful people every day right either way it right. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, because you're going to be on the podcast now once a month, I'm going to just wrap <laughs> it up because we'll see you in another month. Yeah, we I need but, um, Evelyn, like, you give us, like, I like hope the fix. And, and inspiration yeah, and, like, the food. Fix. Some healing. Fish talk fix. Yo, before this was on the on the on the on the record <laughs> we got some hella deep talks into i know right i mean um, that's yeah that's that's for <laughs> podcast four um those are usually when the best conversations have when the mics are off. i know i know well but i, I guess i i want to ask the question as a woman of color in the tech industry in san francisco what are you trying to think about are you trying to change anything what are your hopes what are your dreams right right in this minute for tech and the industry 
you know immediately it doesn't it doesn't have to be long term immediately is i i entered this industry pretty serendipitously and my career track has kind of taken a turn and now it's more finding my place here recognizing the problems that we can solve and who are the allies to help solve them with and i'm really grateful that pinterest is a place that thinks of these conversations top of mind and we have an amazing head of diversity candace morgan who is pretty high. she has a lot of visibility in the industry and there's a lot of these conversations that i like being part of now and so that's where it all starts it's it's one looking inward and then rallying up the troops to see what we can do to move forward together creating a bridge creating that bridge and even recognizing that it is a problem too to Mm -hmm. start and as a filipino in the tech industry Mm -hmm. where i also don't see a lot of filipinos in the industry unless they're like usually contracted mm-hmm. or working roles that are not usually in engineering roles, which is not to say engineering is better, but we definitely... There's work to do. There's work to do. Mm-hmm. And and that's those are the conversations I'm p- trying to be part of now so that we can take action and turn these into more tangible, measurable goals. All right. Well, you have one month to fix those problems. <laughs> I said Check in the interim. Next. I didn't say it had to be. Super hopefully, we'll, hopefully that'll be ramen night because I hear Ooh. Pinterest does it right. Our oh. ramen, <laughs> our ramen nights are really good. Okay, that'll be the next. All right. One. So you have until ramen night to fix these issues. <laughs> ramen in July. No, good luck. No. Well, thankfully, we're in tech, right? Things move so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so innovative. So we got to move fast. Um, Evelyn Obama, so I want to thank you for having us this evening. Yeah, this has been thank so fun. You. Thank you for your We're not energy. leaving yet. We're turning off the mics, but we're not leaving. Yeah, we're, we're still going to be we're gonna hit up two s- hours. I'm going to take a two-hour nap and then have another meal. Right. <laughs> we're in a nice little booth. I mean, why not? <laughs> but thank you so much for having us. Thank you f- uh, for supporting Bitch Talk. And uh, we'll see you in July. All right. <laughs> bitch, please. Yes. Bitch, please. Oh, should I say that? Yeah. yeah. Bitch, please. That was Evelyn Obamos. We were live at Pinterest. We ate a lot. We drank a little. And we talked a lot. <laughs> About life and cultures and dating. That wasn't something dating. that was planned. No, we didn't and plan she, anything. Well, we guys, didn't plan anything, obviously. actually. But we just, well, you asked her, is there anything you don't want to talk about? She's like, nope, I'm in. Yep. So <laughs> we're like, all we, right. She was in. Yeah. Like, and, Good luck. And she actually helped coin a new phrase that I now use is, uh, if you're single, you're in circulation. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's yeah. great. In circulation. Yeah. That's a kind way of putting it. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoy it. Uh, So we'll be back with Evelyn doing something. I don't know what, but, you know, she's she's a deep thinker. I like her. She has a lot to chat about. But she's also fun and so light at the same time. Her energy is so light, but her thoughts are really deep. So I like that. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed our visit. And Evelyn is in circulation. If you guys are interested. Yeah. Yeah. She's single. You would be damn lucky to have her. So damn lucky. We might be out in circulation. Come say hi. (laughs) God. Well, that's it for today. Uh, Join us on Friday when we are sitting down and talking with Director of Boundaries, Shauna Festi. Bitch, please.